Welcome everyone and thank you for joining us for the podcast To The Mat Real Talk where we talk about wrestling and what is happening in the world of wrestling. So come along for the ride. I'm your host Leroy and thank you for joining us and thank you for all the support you give us and all the continued support you continue to give us. Thank you so much. So we have a numerous different things happening in the world of wrestling this week. Some good, some bad, some in between. But we're going to talk about them and talk them out. Now, if you were... Well, I'm going to start off with AEW stuff. I do have some gripes about it. But I have some gripes about the people that are talking about it as well. So, first and foremost... Can we stop having Orange Cassidy match every time we have Dynamite? Can we just get the belt off of him? I watched it with such anticipation and such high hopes that Buddy Murphy was going to take the belt from him finally. You want to tell me that this person who is extremely talented, looks like a wrestler, is one of the best, they, the best unsung talents they have in AEW. Other than a few bigger stars. He's a great wrestler. He looks the part. He is the part. He's a great wrestler. And they had him job to the joke. Orange Cassidy. I usually defend Tony Khan's decisions. But this is going too far, man. We had him sit there and beat Buddy Murphy. Why? I just don't get it anymore. I, I just don't understand why we have to see this every single week. We have to see him. And we see him win every week. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a big joke now. And it's getting a little too ridiculous. And it needs to be ended. We can't have every week of this clown winning... Against people who are actual wrestlers and look like actual wrestlers. I had such... Even the other day when he was wrestling at the pay-per-view. I thought for sure he would lose it finally. And he doesn't lose it. Why? And he beats everybody clean. Not even like a mistake beat. Anything. It's all clean. This guy doesn't look like a wrestler. He doesn't act like a wrestler. He's a joke. They need to get him the hell out of there. And get him out of there fast. Take the damn belt off of him for now. Forever. But just take the belt off of this guy. We don't need to have Orange Cassidy throwing down our throat every week. It's just... I, I don't get it. Why? Why do we must have Orange Cassidy shoved down our throats week after week? Dynamite after Dynamite, pay-per-view after pay-per-view. He sucks. The gimmick was good for a few laughs, and now the laughs are done, and he's nothing but a joke. Get the belt off him. Get some seriousness to this. You finally have a little bit of seriousness in the women's division because you have the um, Jade Cargill, and she finally has, um, what you call it, well, I can't think of her name now. I keep thinking of her name when she's in WWE. Tyler Valkyrie. 
the battle of the jaded and the vode to Valhalla. Which, honestly, Tyler Vackley has it. She had the move before her. She was wrestling before her. I honestly like both of them. I have no problem with either one of them. But we need to get some seriousness in all the belts and show that this can be competition. Them deciding to go to Wembley. Great. Great idea. Great thoughts. It was amazing to do so. I support it all the way. I think it was a brilliant idea to do. So definitely, I agree with going to Wembley. It's going to bring a lot out, but you also have to bring a good show to Wembley. A good show that's going to show what you can put out. Not this Orange Cassidy winning all the time bullshit, because... Like I said, it's played out. It's done. It's over with. Let's get done. Let's move on. And let's go to something else. Put the belt on someone that we can believe as a champion. That we can believe is actually can do something. And they can actually wrestle and look like a wrestler. There's a joke with this stupid outfit. Along with all the other junk. It just, it's got to end, man. It's horrible. It's completely and utterly horrible. And I just want it to end. I don't want to see him anymore. It's enough already. Just get the belt off Orange Cassidy. Get some seriousness going. And get some continuity going. The storylines do fall short. I will 100% admit that. It does fall short, the storylines. They're all over the place. They're not... You know, it's just weird. I don't know. You've had Jay Lethal, an amazing wrestler, Jeff Jarrett, um, to name some of them, that completely lost to Orange Cassidy. And I thought Buddy Murphy was the hope to finally get it away from him. And I will be so happy, no matter who takes it off of him. But, that's all we need is somebody to just take... The joke belt off the joke. Because. Not the joke belt. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say joke belt. The, the, he makes the belt a joke. But we just need to get the belt off of him. And that brings me to my second point with, a, with AEW. We need. To separate the companies. Yes we understand that Tony Khan owns both of them. That goes without saying. But give him some kind of delusion or illusion that it is two separate companies. That's how you make people want to watch this. People want to look at this. People want to pay attention to this. Have two separate rosters for each company or each show. You have AEW stars and Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor stars and AEW. If you do it every now and then, fine, whatever. I think it should be completely separated, but if you want to do a, a cross-promotion type of thing every now and then, that's fine. That will be 100% fine, but we absolutely need to turn around and get this stuff done. Put it as separate companies. You have your Ring of Honor stars. You have your AEW stars. Hopefully, this is just 
moving into that and they're kind of trying it out to see who gels more or who does better in the different companies. I'm just hoping for that because that will explain a lot and give a lot of good stuff to go. Because this needs to happen. This this can't be the same people running in and out of each company. It's ridiculous. I don't know why they do that. It's just completely and utterly ridiculous. Make it two separate companies. Make it interesting. Even WWE, where they have Nexus as their developmental. So, of course... They have Nexus char- um, characters or athletes, whatever you want to say. You have people that are necklace ex- nex- Nexus exclusively. Every now and then they cross into the main roster. And vice versa. Sometimes the main roster comes back and goes there. Or you have the people like, um, what you call it, Cruz that went permanently back there. I don't know. He's a decent wrestler. He's got the look. I don't know why they're just spinning their feet with him. I, I don't get it. I, I like him. I think he's good. I don't know why he's back in NXT. Actually, I don't even see him there anymore. He came back for a little while and that was about it. But um, AEW really needs to take it and make it into separate companies. Follow the suit with AEW. Leave Ring of Honor as your developmental. Leave some big stars you know, you got your people that are, I guess, solid stars or stars that will be there for a while. Your Briscoes, your Lethals even, if you would. Um, Claudio having the belt right now, that's fine just to get the product out there. Because you got a big name guy, a former, you know, the other company and all. That's fine if you let him have the belt for now, but then get somebody else out there. Another person that I wish would just be in Ring of Honor and is amazing, amazing wrestler. He looks the part, the technical beast, Josh Woods, man. There's another person. You can leave him in Ring of Honor. Use Ring of Honor to develop some of your stars. Use your two, like, um, YouTube channel, YouTube shows, Dark and Dark Elevation. Use those to development them. Make it separate rosters. Right? You can throw a few of the big names in all three shows. In Ring of Honor and and thing. But not all this cross. Everybody's in every direction. The belt's being defended in every company. I could see before you had the show for Ring of Honor. And the whole pay-per-view and the whole night. I could see that. That's fine. It's understandable. You had to establish the stars. Get everything going. You needed to have those stars on TV. Then that you paid them. You wouldn't want them to get too rusty out there. So you had them there, fine. Now it is time to move on. And separate the rosters completely. That brings us to our next thing. Well, AEW. Yeah, our next thing. It is apparent, they've said it, FTR's back. 100%. The buzz is that CM Punk's back. I'm super excited for it. I cannot hide the fact that I am a huge CM Punk fan now. Whoa, sorry about that. My paper clip just flew off of my paperwork there. Anyway, I'm a huge CM Punk fan. Love the guy. 
I want him back there. I want him wrestling. He misses wrestling. The fans miss him. He needs to be back out there. They need to get him moving and grooving and getting back in there, man. This is CM Punk. He is one of the best. And they need to get him back out there. And for Wembley Stadium. And that's going to bring us on to our next topic. And then we're going we're gonna to go back to CM Punk for a minute. But the next topic is Seth freaking Rollins or Franklin Rollins. Whatever the hell you want to call the guy. Whatever you feel like calling him, go for it. It's your choice. But supposedly he walked out. Of the show the other day. Now. My thing is. Is it real? Is it a work? Was the whole deal on it? I don't think anybody knows 100%. What it is. Is it a work? Is it what? I don't know. Nobody knows I think. Honestly. And I guess along the way we will see. Because you know. And. I think it's kind of playing off of stuff because if you think about it, it's kind of playing off of the whole thing with um, what's her face, with um, Mercedes Monet, money Monet, whatever you want to call her. I think they're kind of playing off of that, and they're playing off the whole gimmick and stuff like that. I think that's what they're doing. Honestly, I don't think he really left the company. He may have walked out because he was pissed off or whatever. I don't know. It's going to be pretty hard to leave that company with the amount of money that they're paying him and the star that he is. It's going to be extremely hard to get him out of there. And number one for AEW to let him go. I mean, WWE to let him go. It's going to be pretty freaking hard. I really think it's a work. I don't think it's a whole deal. I don't think it's real. Is this a work? Honestly. In my opinion. And... With wrestling, there's always a chance you're wrong because you never know what direction it's going to go. Which will bring us to our closing thing in a little while. But anyway, like I said, we would go back to CM Punk. And that will bring us to something else with AEWWWE related for the week. Now, CM Punk, it's a big buzz. Everybody's talking about it. He's going to be back. He wants to be back. He misses wrestling. He misses the fans. The fans miss him. He'll be back. And it's going to be amazing for the company. Far and foremost. It will be amazing for the company. And it will explode again like it did the last time. There's no way you can doubt that. But. And I've been singing his praises forever. And asking him to come back forever. And I really want him to come back. But. We have the other exo factor in this in this thing. That I just heard yesterday. And I said, you know what? I have to speak about this. I honestly, honestly have to speak about this. Because it's really getting to me. It's really bothering me. And I think he's a complete... I've said it in the past. Arig bitch off. The bitch. The whiny little bitch. Who said he's garbage. Did you look in the mirror, bitch? Because guess what? You squandered a ton of money spending on a bunch of wash-up people just so you could stroke your ego and have your friends around you to tell you you were doing a great job 
as they told you to pay this one and that one more money and you have the nerve to call one of the best in the world garbage. Take a look in the mirror. You're the garbage. You spent your entire life hanging on other people's coattails just to be a little famous. You hung on Hulk Hogan's dick, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, all these people just so you could hang around with your buddies and ride motorcycles and try to be a tough badass when you're just nothing but a fucking old miserable bitch who ruined the business and ruined WCW. You can bitch all you want and make a million programs about how it was Russo's fault, Russo's fault, Russo's fault. And I will not say that Russo's completely innocent because I can't stand that bitch either. But guess what, Eric? You're the real piece of garbage. You sit there up in your little freaking house, in your little wooden cavern, bitching about people while people pay you to fucking listen to you. I don't know why. You and that fucking idiot Conrad Thompson, who sounds like a whiny little bitch too. The perfect duo. I understand why Rick's with him because, you know, that's his son in, his son-in-law, so I guess Rick has to stroke the little bitch's ego. Ego. But Eric Bischoff is just there because he's just there to make another fucking paycheck off of wrestling fans, like he always has, and then wind his little mouth off about shit he know nothing about. CM Punk, if we were back in the day and WCW was going and he was in charge, he'd be tripping over his own feet just to sign him. He'd be begging him to come there. Because he knows he's the best in the world. But he just doesn't want to admit it. Whether it's WWE in his pocket. Or he just wants to hang off a of Hulk Hogan's dick. I don't know. But guess what? Eric Bitchoff is nothing but a bitch. And he sits there and says that. Garbage. You didn't know you were going to get backlash from CM Punk fans. And I'm not just doing it because I'm a CM Punk fan. Which I wholeheartedly admit. But I'm also doing it because he's nothing but a fucking whiny little bitch. He sits there talking mad shit. About he did this and he did that and blah blah blah. You didn't do shit. All you did was ruin shit. You came back. You didn't care. You went over there. You ruined Dixie Carter. And the whole impact. And now it's a shell of what it was. Because you went there with your buddy Hogan. You said you didn't have a part in it. Bullshit. We all know you did. And you hired a bunch of fucking people to stroke your fucking ego. Me and that mafia, all this bullshit. This hopefully, Tony Khan has enough sense not to bring that dipshit in. Because this would ruin AEW for everybody. So please, Eric, bitch off. Stay away from AEW as much as you can. Now, that goes back to... See, that well, that brings CM Punk back, but also someone else I have to bitch about. And I totally disagree with him. And like I always say, man, you can learn something from everybody. But sometimes the person just says stuff and you're like, what, why, and how? And that is Conan. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I like Conan. His keeping it 100 shows pre I, I don't like how they ban people from the mailbag and all that shit. I think that's fucking a stupid gimmick. But anyway, that's neither here or there. But um, Disco, <sighs> I don't know how 
Ugh, I couldn't deal with that shithead. Anyway, so he said that he thinks Dominic Mysterio is a better heel than MJF. Because he kept himself heel no matter what. And he wouldn't have played to the fans like MJF did in Long Island. Do you realize... I know you're getting old there, buddy, but hey. Do you realize what it took to do what he does? Number one, Mike Skills, MJF would run freaking rings about around Dominic Mysterio. He absolutely fucking sucks as a talker. He sucks. If it's not Damien standing there or Rhea trying to tell him what to do, he would completely and utterly suck. He's been shoved down our throats for over a year now because he's Rey Mysterio's son. Just like with the bloodline, shoved down our throats because they're descendants of all the other Samoan wrestlers. So some of the really good stars don't get a break because of these second gen and third gen wrestlers dominic can't even light a candle hold mjf's jock strap or carry the triple b the burberry belt he couldn't even hold that shit up mjf is a hundred percent better amazing mic skills he can talk up a storm. He can talk better than anybody out there. He can hold his own. Him and CM Punk doing promos on each other was simply amazing to listen to. Two extremely skilled promo people. Two extremely skilled mic people that went at it with each other and did an absolute positively amazing job. And you want to say that Dominic Mysterio, <laughs> the joke of the wrestling world, is better than MJF because he keeps himself heel? Is there a little nepotism there? I know he's not related to you, but he's your buddy's buddy. And you have him all over your show talking away to him and you're kissing his ass. I honestly feel like this is you kissing his ass. Because you know Rey Mysterio and him will come on your show and stroke your ego. Like I said, I have nothing against you. Your show's pretty decent if you get rid of freaking disco. Because that, oh, that guy's annoying. But anyway. What a joke. MJF is the best talker right now. Because CM Punk's not there. And if you look at AEW, they have a lot of really good talkers that I don't think they get enough credit for. I know they have a couple of young guys who are kind of bad at it. But they got some really good talent. You got MJF, CM Punk coming back, FTR. Even Darby. Darby Allen's pretty good on the stick, man. He's pretty good. But they got a lot of good people there. A lot of good wrestlers. Now... That brings us to our close, and we're going to close with WWE. Now, I didn't realize it because I never saw the documentary until this week. The Dusty Rose documentary. And I sat there. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Growing up, I was never a Dusty Rose fan. 
I don't know why he just didn't gel for me. And I watched, you know, I was more towards the end of his career. I completed, and like anything he did in WWE, that was a joke. But when he was in WCW, I watched his run. I cheered for him every now and then, but I wasn't a huge Dusty fan. Never was. Documentary was really good. But watching this made me laugh and smile. Because if you don't see what the WWE is doing, they're basically trying to tell, which is really stupid because... Honestly, I was criticizing weeks ago, and I've been criticizing for weeks now, how Shawn Michaels just reuses all of his old gimmicks and old... Well, not his old gimmicks, but his old matches, and he replays everything in his brain. Because he can't think of shit. And this is what WWE is doing. If you don't see it, you're blind. They're just replaying Dusty Story with Cody. He was there for the big one. And he couldn't get it. He lost it. And he cried. And he wallowed in his sorrow. And he gave all these rah-rah-rah speeches. And he came back. And he beat him. And that's what they're going to give us. With this whole Roman. First off. Do I think this was from the beginning? No. They can say they booked months and months in the hands. No. Because <laughs> the bloodline started before Cody was there. And it's been going on way too damn long. And they need to end it. Just like AEW needs to end this whole Orange Cassidy shit. AEW needs to stop this bloodline shit too. And get rid of it. And get the belts off of Roman. He's a part-timer. Okay? AEW has champions actually come there with the belt. This guy hasn't been seen sporadically here and there. And hasn't really wrestled. He's a joke. He wants his half-time schedule. He wants to become an actor. Take the belt off him. Put it off of somebody. And I know they're going to put it on Cody Rhodes. Because this is the untold story of how Dusty went against all odds and finally beat Ric Flair. Where it is replaying the story you just showed us on the biographies. I don't understand why they can't come up with original shit. This is this whole story played out again in front of everybody. And it's a fucking joke. It's pathetic, hilarious, and weird. And we're going to have to put up with it until the end. And if you're not bored by this bloodline being there still, I don't know what's wrong with you. Because I'm bored as shit with it. I'm bored with everything there right now. I, I can't... I sit there and watch it sometimes, and I just dazed out at some of the matches. And I do the same thing with AEW, but there's a hell of a lot more matches. In ring, there's wrestling. I know all this flippy floppy shit is there too, but there's wrestling, and there's wrestlers there. This shit has got to go. This whole, let's replay a story from years ago. They're recycling so many storylines. It's not even funny. And I know there's just so much you can do in wrestling before you know. You can um, start redoing video um, angles or whatever again. I understand that. That's understandable, but shit. Can we get rid of this angle? Because it absolutely positively freaking sucks. So, 
Mark my words. Everybody got disappointed because Cody didn't get it, but he will come back and get it. They're going to play out the whole Ric Flair, Dusty Rose story right in front of us with the actor Roman Reigns playing the part of Ric Flair and Cody playing the part of his daddy. My daddy. That's what he's going to be saying. He's going to hold up the belt and cry. And I did it for my dad. And we're going to have this big dramatic moment. Because we just recycled another storyline. That. Not only the people that really paid attention. And looked at wrestling. Realized what you were doing. But you just did the biography. And let everybody know what the fuck you were doing. Look at us. Look at us. Look what we're doing here. Over here. Over here. Check it out. We're just recycling the story we used in this biography, okay? We're going to take this story over here and we're going to put it over here, okay? And I'm pretty sure the minute they heard that Cody wanted to come there and they inked that deal, they started planning this shit out, and it's ridiculous. I don't want to see it anymore. I could care less who the fuck has the belt there now. So, that's my thoughts on this whole thing. I just can't wait for CM Punk to get back. Shoving a bitch off's face. MJF to become one of the greatest heels of all time and shove that in Conan's face. Because holy shit. It's pretty sad and dismal right now. We need some stuff back. We got FTR back, so we got something back. But we need some more back. So, as we close out this show, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us where you find all your favorite podcasts. Spotify, Google Pod, um, iPodcast, Amazon Podcast. Everybody has a podcast, a podcast channel, so you can find us everywhere. I'm your host, Leroy, and thank you so much for listening and joining us. You can find us every Sunday. No particular time, but we'll be on before the day is over. So thank you so much. Have a great, great week of wrestling fun. Talk to you next week.